you talking about boxing? Just absolutely boxing. You talking about boxing? Just absolutely boxing. Boxing. Just absolutely boxing. Right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast, episode 48. Shot with two shots from 50, man. Uh, her name is Ant, aka Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy, Boxing P. And today we just, we know, we're just going to talk a little bit about last Thursday. You know, we, we were able to go to the uh, Durham event, Full City Beatdown. Got a chance to, you know, be in the uh, local fight atmosphere. So we just want to talk about a little bit about that card. And it's fight week, you know, ain't nothing <clears throat> too big. But, you know, we're going to drop a little quick prediction on Triple G versus Vonis Monterosen. But uh, what's been going on with you, P? Uh, not too much, in it. You know, not too much, man. We just we just rolling with the punches right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, taking it one day at a time, but it's looking good for us. It's looking good, man. Been progressing. For sure, man. You know, I just sat down, man. My I was working at Adwheel today, man. I was working mm-hmm. something new, man. And when I sat down, I really started to feel it, you know. Ah. That's it hit you off, it catch you off guard, man. You work it, you think it's gonna start hurting like the next morning you get up, but no, it ain't then. It's just some day. It's, it's going to be some day throughout the day, man. Like just now when I sat down, I was like, ah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I that's real, man. I mean, y'all don't need all that other special stuff like these mm-hmm. different crunch machines or, you know, sit-ups are good too. But I mean, this ab wheel, you know, just a basic ab wheel, man. If you want to get a workout, that's it, man. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, Going on to back to last Thursday, man. Uh, went out to Durham. We got a chance to go uh, to the uh, Bull City Beatdown card. Uh, just being there, man. Uh, I just like the atmosphere going to fights. You know, you, you get people from different, you know, different cities, different demographics, different races, different colors. They all just want to come out and see fights. You know. Yeah. Uh, I think that's just kind of a thing. We know everybody comes out. They kind of share the same interests. And, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, just there to see the same thing you you want to witness, you know, good fights. Right. And right. Before we actually talk about some of the card, I just say have to say, you know, I give respect to every every fighter on the card. You know, mm-hmm. when you're just sitting there near ringside floor seat and you will you, you wait for the ring announcer to call these fighters out. You kind of feel their energy, you know what they kind of go through. So you kind of got to respect them, you know, like we say, boxing is an individual <clears throat> sport and. These guys, you know, they got a, they got the entourage walking with them to the ring and everything. But once they get in there, it's just them, you know. Mm-hmm. I think on any level, championship level, you know, journeyman level, it's just like it's some some type of respect you got to have for them. They just just watching them get in the ring, man. What do you think? How do you feel about that? Definitely, and like you say, man, you got to respect any guy who um, steps foot in the ring because it's a very dangerous sport. You know, these guys are kind of on the ground level, but the injuries are the same as they will be on the top level. So <clears throat> they got to be real careful not to go ahead, exploit themselves for a couple of dollars. You know what I'm saying? And it could be something that could, you know, bother them for the rest of their life. You know, on, on this level right now, it don't really make sense to, to do something like that. So um, <clears throat> I definitely got to respect these guys for getting in there, even on this level, you know, because it's still dangerous. But I did want to, uh, you know, elaborate on the, the fight atmosphere to a little bit Aunt, because people might. They probably would be surprised by the atmosphere. You know, I don't know what people who never been to a fight, how they might perceive the boxing crowd, they might think we all drunk and bunch of, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but as you just stated, it's very diverse. Um, it's a lot of women there, surprisingly. You know, I don't know if they just come in with their husbands or not, but everyone that I've been to, it's always a, a big female turnout, all races, all ages. And um, 
it is really just a good atmosphere. It's, 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 it's like, it's like anything you go to and you're surrounded by everybody. Everybody's nice because everybody likes boxing. You know what I mean? And ain't nobody trying to mean mug or getting to know everybody. Everything is good. So um, I did just want to add those couple points on to the atmosphere because even on the ground level, the local fights, it's still an atmosphere. You know, it's not Vegas, but it's still an atmosphere. You know, Vegas is, is 10 times you know, what the local fights would be, but it's still an atmosphere. You know, I always encourage people with the job. They ask me about the fights. I encourage them to come out, check it out. You know, they got a DJ, they got liquor, they got beer, they got food. I mean, it's an entertaining evening that for me. Yeah. yeah you, know, and day, you, like- get, you know, five to 10 fights or whatever, knockouts, all kinds of, you know, the fight. Then you, then you got the fights, you know what I'm saying? So, it's a lot going on, man. It's a lot of networking. It's a lot of, you know, people selling their different T-shirts or whatever they might have. So it's a, it's a very um, lit atmosphere to me. It's not out of control, but, you know, it's, 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 it's upbeat. People are alive. Yeah, like going back to what you're saying, yeah, a lot of people sometimes, yeah, they, they think that, we all just a bunch of drunken, you know, wild and loud mouths just throwing stuff. But no, it's like half the time, you know, it's people who really respect the sport and also people who may not watch boxing. This might be their first time, but a lot of these guys, you know, are family members that are coming out to support. Is they're either there to support their sons, you know, their their cousins and nieces and nephews or whoever's fighting, you know. So it's kind of like you bringing together different types of people. Mm-hmm. so they don't really have anything to kind of click with the other person so they don't know how to approach them so they're kind of showing them the respect you know they deserve you know that's why I feel like you're kind of meeting new people for the first time you know like shout out to Eric Thompson you know I got to meet him you know cool guy you know we just kind of you know was able to sit down and kind of chop it up between you know fights about boxing mm-hmm. and you know like I said you know different people from different walks of life you know that's what I'm saying like it's more than just you know like people think it's a club scene, you know, I'm not a club fan, you know, this is something different. It's just a lot more. I get more out of it, you know, not just the fights, but when I go to a fight event card, you know, I get more out of it than just, you know, wanting to see knockouts, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, looking at some of these fights on the card, man, you know, the first fight, I uh, got Randy Foster versus uh, Terrence Brown. Uh, the guy Terrence Brown, he was making his uh, pro debut. Uh, but, uh, you know, he he got stopped in the first round. Uh, it was a pretty, you know, I wouldn't say it was a difficult fight for Randy Foster, but, you know, the guy Terrence Brown, he was kind of awkward. Uh, and, uh, you know, looping a lot of punches on uh, Randy Foster, but he kind of kept control of the fight. Uh, I think Randy Foster was a 3-0, so I guess, you know, he had a little bit more experience than the Terrence Brown because he was just, you know, this was his professional debut. You know, he just got outclassed in the first round. He he stopped it, man. What'd you think of that fight? You know, his his corner um, stopped the fight. It wasn't a whole lot to think about, you know, over in one round, but um um it's just I mean that's the thing at the local fights you get everything. You get some first round knockouts, you get some distance fights, you get everything. So I just took it as another, you know, it was so short, it didn't give me enough to say, is this guy good or not? You know what I'm saying? You didn't really see enough. So it's just one of them things where, like I said earlier, these guys got a platform and when you get this platform, you got, you, 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 you got to show out because that makes a difference. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's a tough thing. This is his first, you know, his pro debut and you lose, you know, I don't know um, the repercussions of bouncing back from something like that and how all that works, but I, it can't be good at, you know what I'm saying? For everything, for your career, your mental, your, your confidence, you know what I'm saying? It might have a guy second guessing his career choice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, cause we know that somebody has to come out the loser, but, Sometimes, you know, quitting kind of decides it kind of, you know, ciphers where you're going to go in your career. You know what I mean? And even like, okay, you know, some people might say, well, dad, your first fight, 
you know, that's a fight you can lose, but you know, because you're early in the game, you're still learning, you're still green, but it's still got to be some type of psychological damage that that does when you lose that ant, because even though it's your first fight, you can lose it. It's your first fight. You still pose a win. <laughs> you feel me? In, right. in the eyes of people, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You pose a win. So, you know, I kind of feel for that kid because, um, like I say, man, um, you know, what, what did it, what, what, what would something like that do to your confidence? And you know what I mean? Pro debut, you get, you know, things don't go right in one round. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, from like we like you tell you tell me, you know, a loss is just as big as a win. So hopefully, you can he can bounce back from that, learn from it. You know what he did wrong. You know if he like we say sometimes on this ground level, this is going to kind of tell you do you really want to be in there or not. You know, yeah. so kind of answer those yeah. questions: Does he really want to be in the ring or not? You know, yeah. And I mean, and you know. To, to, to be honest, and some people have to realize that some people, like they say, everybody got a plan so they get punched in the face, and that I think that that that's a deal breaker for some people. You know what I mean? You know they say, okay, well this this ain't for me, which is no big thing. You fighting? It ain't for a lot of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <clears throat> I bet you there's a lot of the time. I mean, there's probably a lot of times when guys do get punched in there, then they be like, uh oh, you know, maybe being a yeah. It might not sound that bad now, <laughs> you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, you win a couple fights in the street, and you're like yo, I got it, and then you get in there with skill fighters, and you don't got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it, 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 it's deeper than that. It ain't just the fighting, you know, mental capacity, mental fortitude, all the stuff that you need to. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like this kid, if he's a strong kid, he could bounce back and say, "Hey, yo." That was my first go around, you know, but if he take it hard and say, damn, all them people, was that getting, was that on the live stream? Oh, what? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So people was watching. Oh, man. And I don't know. And, you know, it depends on how, you know, how strong he is mentally because that's a part of it. And, you know, being able to deal with those type of blows. You know what I'm saying? That ain't a body shot. That's not a, a jab. That's a mental blow. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you're losing your pro debut. Can you mentally bounce back from that? And like you say, take it as a, a learning lesson and say, hey, man, all right, dust myself off. I'm back at it. Yeah, especially from, like you saying, bringing up that live aspect, you know, but this is like their first time being on a live stream, which is close to being on live TV. It's kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. He either wants to do two things. He either wants to forget this happened that could scar you, or you could say, Hey, I want to write that wrong and come back right, you know? Right. So it's yep. those two roads that he got to take from there, you know. Uh, and that goes for all the fighters on the card that you know face defeat, you know. Right. Say, Damn, right. This is on live stream. I gotta fix that, you know, or I could say, forget it. I don't wanna, you know, I don't even want to think of that again. Yeah, I mean it's specifically for him, man, because you lost in one round, we didn't get to see anything. You know, if a guy goes 12 rounds and loses, he go the the championship round and lose. even if he go halfway, at least you get to see something with him. I would want to write that wrong. You know, mm-hmm. I would, you know what I mean? But I don't know, you know, what his mental state is at. But, um, you know, he really didn't get to showcase anything. You know, the other guy by stopping him in one round didn't really, really showcase anything. You know what I mean? It was wasn't enough to gauge that i don't think no it wasn't you know i mean it, yeah, it kind of goes two ways for fighters sometimes you get them out of there early we don't know yeah or if a fighter quits on you we don't know what you really have versus uh what they had you know well, right we kind of kind of we can kind of scale what they have because they quit you know yeah, well, let's yeah. Look, um, next up we will see Shout out to uh, Michael Williams Jr., man. Uh, Michael Williams Jr. versus uh, Xavier Ford. You know, yeah. he had, uh, he improved at 3-0. and He pretty much came out and did what he was supposed to do, man. You know, came out in a flashy outfit, you know, mm-hmm. put on a good show. Uh, he was fighting somebody that was kind of tall and long like himself. Yeah. Um, kind of a, a wild brawler, you know, that came out to swing and to try to test him a little bit. But, um, you know, I can tell that the sparring sessions he's had in Vegas and 
around the way he he's a work in progress, you know, Michael Williams Jr. What do you think about him? Um, I thought Michael did everything just right from, like you say, the outfit, the staying humble the whole time, um, all the way up to getting in the ring, in the ring and handling, handling his business with, um, a guy who really ain't really had no business in there with him and he showed why. So, um, I thought he did everything just right for where he's at in his career and, um, shout out to, to junior, you know, keep doing what you, what you, what you do because, um, it was a good look for him. I think that night, you know, everything just went right for him. It was just, it was just a good night. You know, everything was picture perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely was. It was, uh, like we saying, somebody who, who wants to put on the show, they come out, come out, look the part, you know, appearance and they come in the ring and they perform the way they're supposed to, you know, they give the crowd, they got them standing up, you know, yeah, being humble, being yeah, humble, yeah. not talking junk. He quiet kid, humble, talking the ring, and you know he had a huge following there from Fayetteville. So you know, like I said, everything was just picture perfect. He, you know, didn't let them down, didn't let nobody down. Did what he was supposed to do, improve, got this, got the KO, impressive KO. You know, what else can you ask for? You know. Yeah, real. Yeah, it was a good, good, solid knockout for him. You know, congratulations mm-hmm. to uh, Michael Williams Jr. Yeah, so, especially some of the things you know we talked about with him is, uh, you know, I, I definitely see a bright future for him as long as he stay, you know, stay focused, same way he is now. I, yeah. I definitely can see him, you know, moving on to some, you know, bigger and better, man. And um, like in the fight, you know, I like the way he was slipping punches and yeah. slipping the slide and moving stuff. So it's just like. To me, his opponent wasn't on his level, though. I, I, I'm I, be curious to really see him in there with, you know, as things go up because he definitely was doing some good things in the ring. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. I definitely, like, the guy was throwing all them punches and he was just, you know, the defense was there. You know what I mean? Counters was there. You know, body, was, body work was there. Yeah. And that was a good thing with, like, body language we could see from him, you know, him being young, being 18, sometimes, you know, being some people being green. First sign you see with some young fighters, somebody comes swinging wild, they go straight to the ropes, you know, mm-hmm. throw their hands up. But him, he was, nah, he was in there, ducking and dodging the punches, you know, looking for counters, which came instead yeah. of, you know, giving up, instead of giving up space, he stood his ground, you know? Yeah, stood his ground, absolutely. Absolutely. So I definitely say, you know, from here, I definitely see, you know, Definitely see a bright future for him, man. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said earlier, and the, the 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 quality sparring that he said he had, you 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 can see that. You know what I'm saying? I can look at the other kid and see he ain't really had quality sparring. He ain't been in there with Devin Haney. He ain't been in you know out Vegas with some of the the names. And you get that experience from these higher level guys, and it makes a difference. I mean, Mike was in there looking like a, you know what I'm saying? You know, looking the part. Yeah. Looking the part. And, uh, and you know, for him being 18 and what he's doing now, I think we definitely want to see him do things like that in the performance now because then it's kind of like, it, it, it's got us looking at him like, oh, he doesn't need to be in here with this guy. He need to be in here with the big, the next one, you know. Exactly. He need to be out here now once he, it's kind of like being in advanced math classes. Or something. He blowing other kids out the water with, his scores, you know, he needs to be in its advanced stage, you know, which, you know, Absolutely. might not be here. He might have to make the move somewhere else, you know, you know, or make those, you know, he could still stay here, but train here, but, you know, he could still, you know, go out there and get start getting on those bigger cards, you know, and sometimes that comes early. Sometimes it can come early if you gift it like that, but, you know, best I mean, thing. Yeah, Devin, Haney, Haney, what, 19, 20, you know, yeah. he ain't too much 19. older than Mike and he, he, he's on that level. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, like you say, it, 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 it can happen quick. It don't have to be 20 years. You don't have to. Floyd Mayweather it was 20 years for him before he got the way he is now. You know, not 20 years before he became successful, but 20 years for him to, you know, be at the top. But um, Devin Haney, I mean, he ain't at the top, but to be 19, he ain't doing bad either. You know, and like you say, to be a free agent. You know what I'm saying, too? That's another thing. So, you know, he getting all the money. 
yeah, free agent, just him and his dad, 18 and 0. You know, you can't complain right now. So you you yeah. you definitely open the doors for yourself. And yeah. you know, I want to see a kid like Michael Jr. do something like that, you know. Yeah. Definitely want to see some more like that do it. I mean, cut the middleman out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you got your own fan base, don't you don't need them. You know? Or well, at least hold out until they really can offer you something to take you to the next level. I mean, fans, some people already got fans. That ain't enough for me. I'm already on TV. You know what I'm saying? That ain't enough for me. You know, what else can y'all offer me? Mm-hmm. You know, so um, Mike Mike Jr. definitely in a good position being 18 and having a solid team around him. His dad in this corner that's going to make sure, you know, um, he get the best deals, the best training, and, and, and being the best environment that he needs to be to thrive. Yeah. Yeah, he, he is. You know, it's like uh, his dad said, he's not really being overprotective where he's not letting him get out with other trainers. You know, he's he's letting him mix it up with the best, you know, mm-hmm. and and get those gems from those different trainers, which, you know, you need, you know. We need you that, know man. What you really need and what you don't. We need that. Definitely, man. So, yeah, again, congratulations to Junior, man. Um, the next fight on here that was pretty good was the uh, Marco Bailey fight. Versus that Samuel Sam, Samples. Um, last card we seen that Marco Bailey, he got you know knocked out by the uh, guy that Steve Massey. And um, this was kind of like his comeback fight. And, um, you know, he scored a pretty impressive uh, knockout. Um, good good body work, man. He was, he was killing that dude to the body, man. And what I always tell you, man, body work, man, it's, it's, it's underappreciated in the game, you know. And to see a kid like this on this level – focused on the body like that, you know, impressed me, you know, especially whenever he saw he could just drop the kid because there was one punch he hit him with a straight right to his stomach and he just fell on his ass, you know. So yeah. it was just like from there when the kid got back up, you know, and Marco kid just kept on working his body until he got him out of there, man. And then he you know, went back up top to the head and dropped him again, man. So, I mean – what do you think about his performance, man, as far as, like, just seeing him do some impressive stuff? Like um, that? I thought it was a, a good comeback performance for him. You know, like 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 you said, the last time we seen him, you know, he wound up getting stopped or whatever, and it was like a – that was a TV reel knockout. And it, was, it was a brutal knockout. And um, to see him come back and um, get back on the winning – track and look impressive doing it you know to an opponent <laughs> to me and who really looked the part but he just looked the part you know what i'm saying i ain't gonna yeah, say i was showing you the card i was like damn this kid yeah, i mean i seen the dude i mean and yeah. he looked one way on the fly then when i seen him i'm like well damn he really looked like that dude is in shape he looked like yeah. a savage mm-hmm. you know but i mean the kid um marco just Outclassed him, man. I mean, I mean, but another thing, and it's just like, I mean, some of these guys that they coming to win. I mean, that guy, I didn't really see. Um, I didn't really see too much behind him trying to get the win. You know, what I mean, you know how it is, and something, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all the time. I mean, yeah, like we, 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 we saw his physical. You know, his frame and everything. We're like, oh, he looks intimidating, but the body language, man, it's the body language. When he was in there from round one and it was like kind of froze up, not really froze up, but at the same time, it was never really like he was making urgency, urgent moves, you know? He didn't do nothing, man. Yeah, he didn't Mm -hmm. do nothing, you know? So, um, but it's good to see something. I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, you got a question, okay, where. What's out here for a guy like that? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying about some of these. I'm not discrediting discrediting them because, you know, we said at the beginning of the episode, we respect every guy who gets in there. But, I mean, you got to be realistic. What, what are your goals in the sport if on this level, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just, I'm curious. I'm a fan. You know, we as a fan, you think every fighter want to get in the game and be the top dog, be the man. You know what I mean? That's that, that's the way a fan look at it. A fan don't say, "Hey, man, some guys is just a check." I mean, I go to work to get a check. I'm not really going to get beat up for a check, though. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I know what you mean because for me, sometimes I always think too like if I'm not going in there putting my 100% in it, why am I in there, you know? Or if I'm not at least attempting to put 97% and up, you know, I can't get in there, you know, I I just can't do it. I mean, everything's got to be right, man, because it's like you saying too, like I could get a check anywhere else, you know, without getting a concussion or something, you know. It's safer, it's a whole lot safer, you know, at this level, at this level, man, at this level. You know, I mean, yeah. so, I mean, that, 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 you know, we talked about that before going to other car, you know, cards and just like, you know, wondering, you know, what's the mentality of a guy who comes in on the local level to, to be fed to somebody or know he's going to lose, you know, that's, it's one thing on the top level when shit, I might've got a half a million dollars to lose. That's different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They might've right. gave me half a million dollars to feed me to somebody. That's different. But when you ain't seeing nowhere near that and you're getting fed to people, it's just like, um, where you think you're going to go in the sport? Yeah. Cause, uh, I think there is, yeah. Like just some fighters, you know, once they built their record up so much, but they know that they, there's a certain level that they can't reach, but they still have like sort of a name to themselves. They can, um, they can get that big fight and then say, Hey, I don't mind, you know, laying down for that check, you know, right? or, or giving at least something that can at least given part of me in there. And then I can still come out with something, you know, not just a three figure check, but I can still get a six figure deal here, you know? So why not? Yeah. But, but you gotta remember these guys at least they built that record to get somewhere, you know. Yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta build the to, 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 to get to the big fights and take a fall, and you know what I'm saying? They don't just let anybody get up there and take a fall, you know. You know, yeah, like, gotta, like some guys, you know, they they might not make it to to be a belt holder or a champion, but they can at least get to that level where they get a hundred thousand dollar payday, you know. Yeah, six figure payday, and some some I mean, some guys out there never had a belt, in it, but they just shared the ring with legends. legends. I mean, that's like you can't put a price on that. I've been in there with this man. I've been in there with this man. I lost all the time, but I still shared the ring with these people, and that's a bond. And I know, like you know, when people fight, how you know Sugar Ray Lennox and Wonder with Roberto Duran thinking today. Because I think when you fight, you know, it's a bond between those two people sometimes, too. You know what I mean? Because they did share the ring for 12 rounds, 24 rounds, depending on, you know, the two fighters or whatever. Yeah. Even when you look at a guy like Glenn Johnson, you know, he hadn't really he's never really been stopped except one time. But, you know, it's like. He can say he shared the ring with Hopkins, all the legends, Roy Jones, but. You yeah. know, he was he he got his way up to a certain level before he was actually losing. You know, and you know, he, it wasn't like he was coming to lose; he was just come up short. Yeah, he he didn't get that far by you know getting destroyed. Now, all those losses that he had, they were questionable and debatable losses. That's how he was able to elevate because people had to say, "Well, shit, yeah, man, he got five losses, but." I mean, that easy could be three losses or easy could be two losses if you, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like I say, you still got to have some skill, man. You can't just be taking L's from beginning to the end. You know what I'm saying? You got to at some point be on a winning, the winning team. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, for that Marco Bailey, I definitely got to say, I'm glad at this age he was able to uh, bounce back from a first round knockout. Because, like you say, that knockout was definitely high, highlight real worthy. You know, for Steve Bassey, you know, it's definitely a worthy knockout reel. So yeah. to see him come back from that and score a knockout and not be gun shy, you know, that's that's always something you want to do at a young age. You know, you want to, if you really want to be a fighter, you got to return and, you know, show that heart. Yeah. I think he showed it, man. And I was about to say that too, Ant, just, you know, like you say, come back, not being gunshot. Like I said, he was able to come back and let his hands go. I mean, because that shot he took at, we, that could have been damaging. That wasn't, this wasn't, this wasn't a local level knockout. This was no. like something that you see on TV. It was very, it was very dramatic. Yes. And um, he very well could have been hurt, you know, mm-hmm. seriously. 
Yeah. I mean, thank God that he was able to bounce back, you know, from that. But it by by no means was that like uh, that, that was that that was a brutal KO, eh? you know what I mean? And that's just a part of this sport. This it's it's real like that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's real like that. I mean, it wasn't no guarantee he could come back a year later and perform like he like he did, eh? you know, after a knockout like that. You know, I mean, being young and I guess being strong mentally and really wanting it, all that played a factor in it. But, you know, that knockout, he could have really been hurt, 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 you know, did some damage beyond the physical. You know what I mean? Could have been some neurological stuff that came back later. Like they say, you know, I forget who it was I was talking to, but they were saying this, you know, it's a couple of local guys that already got like the, you know, punch drunk, you know, talking already. And that's sad for a young guy who ain't even made no noise yet. That's very sad because that's the beginning of something. And you ain't even did nothing yet. You know what I mean? So guys got to be careful with that too. That's what I'm saying. It's just a dangerous thing. I mean, that could just come from taking some punches, not getting knocked out, you know, just having to be in a fighter. And, you know, so, yeah. um, Cause yeah, a lot of guys, you know, brains react different. You know, different, those, yeah, you don't know if it's gonna be a hundred punches or one punch. You know, yeah. but you know, when he said that about the local guys, that was alarming. That some of these guys are, you know, got that punchy talk already. I'm like, wow, you know, yeah, yeah. Because you know, I was saying, when guys get older, sometimes in the game, you know, it takes a while before you hear it. But if you're hearing it now, that's something you. That is alarming. You know, that's something that you know, they have to be, you know, alert about. Like, that's why I always say, man, like, number one thing in boxing for me is it like that number one rule, you know, hit and not get hit is very important. You know, people are going to get hit, but, you know, you can cut those, you can cut the, that, that amount of punches down by using defense. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's, it's more to boxing than just, you know, taking a beat like that. Uh, and like we say with this, you know, Marco Bailey, his last one, I mean, that was just a punch that landed perfect. And it, it, it's a scary thing to see that, you know. But on the opposite side, you know, coming back, he didn't show any signs of gunshots. You know, like I said, he didn't he didn't look like somebody that got knocked out in his last fight. And I think that's what a that's what a real fighter is supposed to do, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You're not even supposed to remember they got knocked out. He said, "Oh, he got knocked out in the last fight. I didn't even know." You yeah. know, it was like if you hadn't seen that knockout, you wouldn't have thought that about his performance. He definitely seemed confident. Yeah. He wasn't gun shy, and um, he did what he had to do. Definitely, yeah. definitely got given that. Yeah, man. Um, next one, man. Let's look at this cruiserweight fight. Uh, Richard Steele, his fighters. Uh, shout out to Richard Steele. He was in the house. Uh, yeah. Sanchez versus um, uh, Brad Austin. Um, you know, he's a Cuban fighter. Mm-hmm. I told you he was looking like some Luis Ortiz up in there. You know, he came in there to to put on a statement, which he did. Yeah. I don't know, man. This was a this was a really that was a brutal knockout. This was oh, one yeah. I was <laughs> I take, man. It was like this one was solid. What do you think of his fighter, man? Um, you know, coming in at you know, shout out to all the legends that was there too, man. We had Ray Mercer. We got to meet Ray Mercer, former heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, great you know, guy. Richard Steele, legendary, you know, referee, you know, Bill Clancy. Bill it was Clancy. shout out to all, all the legends that was there. But um uh going in it, I just said, Well, damn, Richard Steele is getting to the promoting game and he got a fighter. The caliber of fighters that he'd been around, and I just couldn't see him picking a bum or a tomato can. You know what I'm saying? He'd been around the best of the best. You know, yeah. whether he refereed them or not, he'd been around them. You know what I mean? He'd been in that world, that circuit, of the, the era of the 70s, 80s, 90s, definitely the 80s and the 90s. He was catching all of those elite guys. So um, I was real curious to see what, he, what, 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 what would be impressive to him. And um, it kind of was it kind of was what I thought. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he 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 no talent when he see it, and um, it, it it was a good fight. I mean, the guy looked strong, big. You know, he looked good. He looked good in there, and you know, wind up, you know, getting 
the dramatic knockout was punctuated, you know, everything for him. But um, I, th- I thought he looked good at Yeah, I did too. Uh, I mean, I'm glad you brought that point up too. Like the fact that Richard Steele was there with a fighter, like you say, he's been around so many fighters throughout these decades. So it's like somebody he's ready to put his, you know, his his time into and promote. You know, this guy has to be something. He he had to see something this guy because, you know, he's refereed some of the biggest fights. He know what he know what the gift looks like. Exactly. So to actually see him there with a fighter that he's saying, hey, this is the next thing. Put him on this car. And then he actually performs that way. You know, I feel like his knockout was, you know, making a statement like Junior's was. You know, it was like he's coming in there to prove that he don't need to be in this ring. You know, he need to be in the next level. Exactly. And and, and it was, that's how that's how he came. You know, he came with that force. Left hook, you know, it was brutal. Knockout. Solid knockout. So that's what I'm saying. Like, people don't look at that aspect sometimes, you know. Some people just think, oh, you're just standing behind a fighter. No, like, when you're looking to promote a fighter, especially on Richard Steele's level, you know, they, they look at that full package like we do, you know. You know, they're trying to say, hey, well, does this guy have it? You know, does is he going to just lay down? No, nah, you know, this guy came in to make the statement, you know, that he belongs on the next level, man. On the next level. Absolutely. And like I say, Ant, that goes back to me just saying, when you have this platform, it's not a super huge platform, but when you have it, you got to make it count. And stuff like that, that's how you make it count. You know what I'm saying? That's how you make it count. That's how, that, that, that makes people want to come back and pay to see you again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we want to see guys come in there and say, oh, man, you know, I got my money's worth, you know. Right. Maybe some of the other fights didn't work out that way, but this one guy, anytime he's on the card, I'm going to come out to see him. For sure. You know, but um, this other fight, man, this next one I was going to talk about a little bit, uh, Kelvin King versus Michael White. Uh, again, shout out to Eric. You know, he came over to me. He was like, this is a really good fight. <laughs> you know, uh, of course, it ended in a draw, but that just showed you what type of heart these guys had. You know, it really showed you that Kelvin King and Michael White came to fight. And, you know, before the fight, I told you I saw the kid coming in the ring. I was like, Kelvin King, I was like, dang, I was like, he looking mad, boy. He looking mean, you know, and it kind of trans- transferred that energy into the fight, man. You know, they was really throwing down. I mean, you know, neither guy looked like they was in trouble to get knocked out, but they was actually, you know, going body for body, head for head shots. So, no. I think, you know, I think a draw on this level was fair. What do you think? Um. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you had two guys come out. They looked apart. And both guys came out in shape. And they both went, went in there and laid it all out on the line. And it was a very entertaining back and forth fight. Um, I think the draw was fair because it, it was it was just constant back and forth action. You know, no knockdowns, nothing dramatic really happening. Just two guys in there you know, kind of going at it. Um, so, um, I mean, I would love to see it. They got to do it again. Man. That's that's the bottom line with that one. And I do want to say, personally, this was like my favorite fight on the card because, you know, like I said, some fights, you guys were in there with guys that weren't on their level. This was a very evenly matched Fight and it, and 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 it showed us that when they got in the ring, you know what I'm saying. For 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 me, I understand where you're coming from because yeah, it was like my favorite fight too. Because like I really felt like this was actually being ringside to something that was like almost ESPN worthy, you know what I mean, or Fox Sports worthy. You know, two guys that it almost evenly matched and they were actually coming to, you know, take the other one's head off, but the other guy ain't laying down. On them. I know this ended in a draw, but for like casual fans, why would you say this is your favorite fight, man? Um, I mean, and that's like my my personal opinion. You know, we had a couple of knockouts on these cards. So some people gonna say, oh, well, those are my favorite fights because they were the knockouts. That wasn't, you know, I mean, they were good fights, but this one, it went the distance. And like I say, just the all-out war, you know, 
Gotti versus Ward, you know, some of the best fights in history have been like just all out back and forth wars. So like for me, that's, that's exciting. That's edge of your seat. You know, that's nail biting entertainment when, you know, you see those type of matches. I mean, if you go in there and, you know, some, some fight saying I picked up my camera because I knew a knockout was about to happen. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah. This particular fight, I couldn't really do that. You know, I had to have the camera the whole fight because anything could have happened at any given second. That's how much action was going on. So um, that's just my personal take on an on entertaining fight. You know, for me, you know, other people would have different opinions, but that's just how I see it. And evenly matched and both guys went in there and, and, and let it all hang out. You know what I mean? It is funny you bring that up too, man, because it's like, for me, the proof that that was one of my favorite fights on the card was the fact that I didn't even think of picking my phone up for that one. You know, mm-hmm. I was just that caught up in it, just want to watch it. You know, I didn't really hold, I wasn't hold, trying to hold my phone up that time. I was just actually trying to, you know, I was just into it. I was right. into this. Like sometimes, you know, that's the best way to witness something, then tell somebody about it later, you know. Like, it ain't always about, you know, trying to film something, you know. It's mm-hmm. actually just sitting there and wanting to be, you know, witness something good like that, you know. And that's how I felt about it. So I'm saying, like, fights, they don't always have to be knockouts to be the best fights for me, you know, like, or really history-making fights because, you know, past some of my favorite fights I picked, you know, they they, they always go on 12 rounds, you know. But, like, some about this one, you know, it ended in a draw. That was because you actually had two guys that, like I said, they didn't want to lay down, and they they came, they came with, they both came with their A game, you know, body language and all. They both came to fight, you know, whether it was some, you know, word. You said it was some words exchanged during the way in with them two. Yeah, guys. I mean, yeah, it it it, it the way, and I don't know how, you know, really well. I mean. I don't know how real it was because, yeah. you, know, you know, even during the night, they were letting, you know, fighters get in the ring and call and fight. You know, like I said, I thought that was that was good and, you know, ad libs for, for the night or whatever. But um, I don't know how much of that was real, how much it was, you know, mm-hmm. just them trying to, you know, hype up the fight or whatever. I don't. But um, going by the result of the fight, it might be a little, little real, right? Because they was in there going at it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they was going in. That's what I'm saying. It, it must have been something because they yeah. were both like, hey, all right, you ain't beating me. And the next guy was saying the same thing. So to be, you know, ringside to see a fight like that, that was cool, man. So moving on to the uh, main event, Dangerous Donnie Marshall versus, uh, what's his name, Chuckle Willis. And for me, like I say, for a fighter that had an injury, you know, he, you know, he went on Facebook and said that, you know, he had a right shoulder injury to find some way to win. I find that impressive. You know, yeah. it, it always impresses me when a fighter, if, if some, if some, one thing's not working, you know, they're able to pull out the intent and say, you know, I got to find some way to win and this is what's going to work for me. And, you know, I kind of saw it in the fight even before I knew there was an injury, you know, there just seemed, there seemed to be a, little bit of a slower pace there where he was not trying to go too crazy in there, throwing too many punches. I said, something has to be kind of wrong. There, you know, that was, you know, like I said before we knew, but after a while I was like, he's only working the left hand. Something got to be wrong with the right, you know, but to actually, like I said, win the fight off of one hand to me, that's impressive. man. What do you think? Yeah, um, absolutely. It, it, it wasn't the, the performance we wanted to see from Donnie, you know, um, being the main event. But, you know, after after the fight was over and he revealed, you know, he had the shoulder injury. And like you said, just watching the fight, and you could see he wasn't doing things that he normally does. Um, it's still a testament to his heart, and because we see people quit from something like that. Sit on, sit, sit on the side holding their arm. We see people looking for a way out. Keep holding the arm. He didn't give off any of them signals. He went in there, bit down, did what he had to do, 
And then he said, yeah, man, you know, I had, you know, a bad shoulder injury. You know, he didn't, he didn't let that off. You know, some guys want to trying to find a way out. You know what I mean? So if they have to quit, the crowds understand, oh, well, he had a bad, no, it's never no reason to quit. Man. You know what I'm saying? You let yeah. your call or the ref do that for you. Right. But um, like I say, it, it is impressive to fight through, you know, injury, you know, I actually talked to Donnie earlier today and he said, you know, he's waiting to get an MRI and he probably will be, you know, sat out for a little bit. So definitely um, it's looking like it's something pretty serious with him. So, you know, we wish him a speedy recovery and, um, you know, we look forward to seeing him back, back in the ring, you know, in the mix. But uh, like I say, just, just, just the fortitude to fight through an injury like that when you don't have to, and this is not, you know, you're not punching the clock nowhere. You can quit if you want to. You don't have to do this, but to push through it and say, "Man, I'm, I, I, I ain't no quitting me." You know, it's a testament to um, Donnie's heart. You know, will to win. You know, willing to find a way to win. You know what I'm saying? All those things. Some things. It's not just about the skills. You know, it's about different elements in life that you being able to raise to those levels and he was able to do that, you know, and another thing too, and I mean, which is more, you know, impressive about it is the kid was in there, you know, the kid he was fighting was in there to fight. This wasn't a guy who necessarily we can say, Oh, this was an easy fight for Donnie necessarily. I didn't know much about the guy, you know, till I seen him in there. But once I seen him in there, you know, mixing it up with Donnie, he, he had a real awkward style and, um, he he was there to mix it up, you know. So couple that with a guy who you know was injured, and he's in there with a guy who wants to make that 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 that's that could be a long night. So um, like I say, shout out to Donnie for you know pushing through that shoulder injury and um being able to pull out the W. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. He's, uh, looking looking at his back, back at you. Know. That just shows you what type of skill Donnie has, you know, to be able to carry yourself six rounds and win just about every round with just one hand. You know, knowing that you don't have the right, but you got to depend on your defense. You know, you got to depend on distance, your patience. You could quit anytime you want, but that just shows you, hey, I'm not quitting. You know, shoulder injury, like, I don't know what a shoulder injury feels like. You know, we don't know what type of throbbing pain he had in there. I'm, I'm sure his mind was on it the whole time, but at the same time, he's, you know, on autopilot trying to fight, you know? That's right. What I'm saying. We don't know what that pain feels like. There could be something that was really bugging him, but he said, it's, hey, I'm going to push it. You know, especially you trying to throw a, a hard shot with it. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think it feel good. I <laughs> think it feel yeah. good. You know what I'm saying? Because. Um, it's just, yeah, you know, those rotator cuffs, I don't know what, what, exactly what the injury is, but it's a bad injury to have too, eh? you know what I'm saying? I mean, some of that stuff, you know, people were never the same. They never had the same range of movement, all types of different things. It's just, it goes back to, you know, how dangerous the sport can be on the ground level, eh? you know? I mean, on the ground level, guys still get injured, you know? He still got to pay for an MRI, you know, medical insurance, all the things that people might not think about. You know, he still got to go do the MRI. Ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you go and try to pay out of pocket. It's, it's gonna be some. It's gonna be a couple of hours. Yeah. So um, the, uh, yeah, the risk factor and you know, financial. You know, it's all the same. You know, it's, it's, it stays it's, the same. So it's a big it's a, it's 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 a big world and I'm just saying people just think of uh, just the fighting aspect but you know like you say you still got health insurance cuz you're getting injured you got to go to the hospital how you think the stuff getting paid you know like I say he needs an MRI how, who, who, who's paying for MRI you know you know the, these things they got to be paid for so it's just you know it's, it's the boxing lifestyle right you know what I'm saying i mean you even know about it or you don't you know, the boxing world, boxing life, you know what I mean? You in it or you ain't. People in the basketball life, football life, all kinds of different stuff, but this is this is the boxing world right here. You know? And one thing I was thinking that I kind of think about it is like 
boxing world is here and you're here, if you got one foot in the boxing door and one foot out, that ain't going to work. You know, you either in it or you're out. Yeah. Slide door closer, cut your ass in half. Yeah, that door when you slammed on that foot and blam. Yeah. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. Like, you either in it. And I feel like Donnie was in it that night. You know, I really feel like, like we said, he should have laid down and said, hey, his shoulder's hurting. And I'll come back win another day. But he was, yeah. he was thinking about his record. He was thinking about his future. About his career, exactly, man. I'm just too early in the game for me to be quitting and having that. Uh, come on, man. You know, I just, you know, like you say, that that goes into his mental and say that, nah, you know, this kid is strong. He wants, he, he, he wants to win. You know, he knows how to win. He don't know how to lose. All that stuff. So it's like, that was a good look. You know, like I say, it wasn't his best performance, but, you know, he had to fight through some some, some adversities that, you know, fighters fight through. Like they say, we're never 100%. You know, and I'll sport, I don't know about all athletes, but I'm pretty sure, you know, just those intense training and workout, most athletes are always nursing some type of baby wound, ache, sprain, you know, because they, they train so hard. Mm-hmm. So a fighter is never really 100%, but the difference is Donnie might have been 75% with a, with a shoulder injury, yeah. 60% with a shoulder injury. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how much an injury like that takes out of you. A guy might say, oh, yeah, my my wrist it hurt a little bit when I turned it this way. That's different than your shoulder. You know what I'm saying? You can't throw you can't throw a punch because it's excruciating pain. You know what I'm saying? Some stuff you could you could you could deal with, but some things you can't. And uh, we seen that shoulder was it must have been painful because he wasn't throwing he wasn't throwing it. You know what I mean? So yeah, and and again, impressive victory because like we say, uh, like I was just watching too. Like being a boxing fan, we know we can kind of tell when a fighter is you know something is wrong you know just off top we can we can kind of tell but to know that he didn't show any signs of it like we said he wasn't grabbing his shoulder he wasn't holding all night you know he wasn't really wincing or complaining yeah you know, you know he could have went complaining in the corner and tried to get them to stop it you know yeah. what i'm saying hey remy i mean hey ross you know you know anything man we didn't we didn't see none of that you didn't see none of that and um yeah again that to me Winning with your hands, you know, that's really impressive. But using your mind and your heart to make you win, you know, and just staying in it, whether, you know, the crowd likes the fight, the performance or not, just for you to keep staying focused and blacking that out, that's impressive, you know? Yeah. You'd be like, hey, I got to come away with the win the way I know how, you know? And, and, you know, that's what he did, man. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Congratulations to Donnie, you know, on that performance. You know, hope he bounces back, you know, his shoulder injury. Um. Yeah, overall, man, just good, just good card. Like I said, man, just a good little environment to be on, be in. You know, um, Thursday night is always kind of a weird night for fights, so you know, you know, I'm kind of used to it now. But most people kind of like to come out on Fridays and Saturdays. But you know, real box fans they'll come out anytime for a fight. You know, sure. Um, anything else you want to say about the card, man? Before we wrap it up, man. No, that, that, that's it, Ant, because, you know, we kind we had a big weekend of boxing, man, PBC, ESPN, HBO. Um, I know we, we, we can't really get into all those fights, but I, I did want to touch on a couple of, you know, the main fights um, from over the weekend. So I do want to give, you know, Danny Jacobs a shout out for, you know, you know, getting the, the victory this weekend, which which didn't come easy. It was a tough fight, you know, like we, we like a tough fight. We don't want to see a guy just come and lay down. He was in there with, you know, Selecki, a guy who was um game and uh, it was a good fight, you know, over the weekend. That 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 was like the, the best fight this weekend to me personally. It was a lot of it was a lot of fights on though. I was just gonna say that too, because for me, like we saying, it kind of goes back to the, the the Kelvin King and Michael White fight, like I'm impressed with a 12 round fight like this, man, especially whenever you're, you're able to kind of overcome, you know, some adversity there. you know, you fight a taller fighter, you got to get past their jab you got to make adjustments. But I know in some people's eyes, the, the Charlo Centeno fight was impressive, but I really feel like this fight was more impressive because, you know, Seleski, 
you know, he already stopped Hugo Centeno. You know, that's not to downplay Charlo's win, but I'm just saying, like, I really feel like this was a more significant win for Danny Jacobs. What do you think? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how I see it. It, it. Centeno and Charlo mismatch. This wasn't, a, even though we didn't really know too much about Selecki and he, he might have seemed like he didn't deserve to be in there, he proved that he deserved to be in there that night. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Especially coming from 154. Yeah. You know, Danny Jacobs, you know, did what he had to do, but Selecki did what he had to do too. You know, like we say, Aunt, you know, it's how you lose. Selecki gained some fans Saturday night, even though he lost to Danny Jacobs, who, you know, is one of the best guys at 160 pounds. So he don't have nothing to be ashamed of. He was in there the whole fight, you know what I'm saying? And it was a very impressive performance by Selecki. So like I say, he lost, but he gained some fans. People want to see him fight again now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, we drop we dropping some gems tonight, man. I don't know, just something about what you said, man. Uh, you know, Jacobs came with do what he had to do, but the other guy came what he had to do, you know. Yeah, he had to do too, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, to me, you know, not everybody, like we said, gonna lay down and you know that that's when the fight that's when the fight's on. When the other guy says, Hey, I gotta do what I gotta do. That's when you gotta fight, man. That's what I'm saying. Somebody come and get knocked out one, two rounds, you know, you gotta question, well, what did, how much did the other guy really want want to fight? But when you see guys going to war for 12 rounds, these guys want it. Because any guy can say, you know what, I'm done. I'm also, you know, they got the right to quit anytime they want to. That's an unspoken rule that you can't quit, but got the right to quit anytime you want to and yeah. get paid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 all about the heart, and eh? it's all about the heart. And you know, when they step into that ring, you know, you get to see who, you know, what people's hearts are made of. And um We've been seeing some guys out there with some tremendous, tremendous hearts, man. You know, the, the tremendous displays are hard anyway. I mean, from the local scene to, you know, the top level. Yeah, yeah, we have, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, and actually it being like floor side, ring side, to actually see guys that close, you know, it's more so like you really can kind of feel it. You know, you got to feel what they're going through. It's like. You see the crowd, you see the crowd waiting for the guy to come out. You kind of like, damn, you know, I know they nervous as hell, but they got to black all that out, you know. And, you know, on the local level, you know, like we say, we got family there, you know, friends coming out to see you. So it's kind of like all of these little factors in there that you just kind of push out of your mind. And then looking at this bigger level, you know, you got everybody seeing you. So it's like. There's so much more to it that you just got to black out, focus on yourself. And I don't mean to gauge it again, but like the Charlo Centeno fight, it's like Centeno, that one, it just wasn't like a checkmate punch. It was more like his body language. You know, Charlo knew he didn't want it mm-hmm. versus what Celeste was bringing to Jacobs. You know, Jacobs, he was in there with a tough guy, you know. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, now that we got these guys out of the way, you know, it's time for them to fight, you know. Right, ain't no other fight in middleweight I want to see except them two. You know, you know, exactly. as far as they go. Exactly. But but one thing, no, Aunt, now we got another name in the mix at 160. He's not a top dog, but so lucky. I mean, I like to see Charlos in there with with them too. If the Jacobs thing don't come to fruition, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I mean, he's a guy who look like he 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 might can give some of these guys a um a run for their money. I'm wrong for their money. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that, man. If, if, say if Jacobs, you know, did went left field and fought Billy Joe. Yeah. Uh, just see Charlo get in there with some yeah, lefty, lucky, you know? yeah. Yeah. Easy, man. Easy. Dude, but, yeah, man, um, fight weekend, you know, is coming up again. Triple G, Vonis, Monterosen. Um, Monterosen, he's not – um. You know, the opponent we wanted to see him in there with. Uh, to me, it's just another fight. I know you're a Triple G fan. Uh, what yeah. do you, how do you how do you see this fight going, man? Um, I mean, keep it a thousand. It, it, it's a letdown, man. It's a letdown. Um, and just because the ball was raised so high with Canelo, um, 
you know, don't, no disrespect to Vaughn as, because like I said, we respect any guy who gets in there. He definitely getting in there with with a dangerous guy. But um, it's just not the fight that, 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 that we were, you know, hoping to see. So um, um, I'm disappointed in that way. But, you know, like I said, I can't remember the young man's name in the group who made the statement, but I kind of feel the same way. You know, I'm a Triple G fan, so anytime he – he fights. I do tune in and um, watch what he does. But you know, the anticipation level, or hype level, and it's you know all that kind of went out the door because, like I say, the ball was raised so high, so high. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then to go to a name that, to be honest, Vanez, most people don't know him. At me, you know him. You know, hardcore fans know him, but most people don't know him. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, you know, you went from climax you know the, the the peak the peak the pinnacle with him and canelo down to a guy that only really maybe hardcore fans know so um yeah, we got blue balls again yeah yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like for us like i don't know what they were kind of trying to pull like as far as um I guess their evidence is what they're going to say is on paper. He looks like the the best opponent. But for us, we know that Vaughn has spent his career at 154. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he's he got a, you know, hell of a rep, reputation at 154. You know, he's fought Laura, uh, Boo Boo, Charlo, everybody from E.J. Smith. He's fought all the names there. You know, win some, lose some. But and he's never been stopped before. But coming into this fight, this might be his first stoppage loss, you know. Yeah, it's, it's not gonna law. So gonna um, be. definitely gonna be. Yeah. So if they telling the casual fans about who they pick, you know, it's gonna look impressive. But you know, to us, we know that you know this is a guy coming up from one fifty four who hasn't fought in almost two years. You know, you know his last fight was in twenty sixteen. So I'm like, eh, you know, it, it is. You got to mention that he's fighting pretty much the top guy at one sixty. I mean, he's the champion. So, I mean, it's a fight. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. But, you know, come on. We already kind of, you know, know the way that this is going to go in. And that, and to be honest, I mean, you had to be an idiot to think that this was the best fight that could be made at this time. I mean, it's all kinds of politics and backdoor stuff in, in the sport. And that's why this fight was made. You know what I'm saying? I mean... That, that's the sport of boxing. There's no way in the world they convince nobody or fool nobody that this man is even really worthy of stepping in the ring Saturday night. You know, but like I said in one of, one of my posts, you know, the show must go on. You know, single mile weekend is the biggest boxing date you can have. So I guess they say we got to make some money instead of no money. You know, I mean, so that's what I'm saying. I mean, Floyd spoiled us with good fights, man. Hmm. I said Floyd, he spoiled was good with good fights in the past, you know, he, he, five, six years. Cause you know, he always had that date on lock. So he did, man. He did. He turned that date into, like I say, prime real estate in, in the boxing world, but he pretty much always guaranteed, you know, uh, 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 a good, you know, a good fight for that weekend. He knew the whole world would be tuning in and that's money. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. money when the world is tuning in to watch. So Floyd Floyd was was smart in that way to capitalize on that. I mean, oh. Triple G is not a huge draw. Vonez is not a huge draw. But you got the biggest weekend in boxing, so it's just going to be it's it's going to be weird, eh? I ain't going to lie. It's going to be weird. Somebody somewhere down along, along the lines might lose some money. I ain't going to lose none. You ain't going to lose none. But some of them big wigs might, you know what I'm saying, lose a couple bucks somewhere along the line. Yeah, they they mad. They mad at somebody. You know, they all try to blame Canelo. But, hey, it is what it is with Canelo at this point. So, I mean, I mean, there were, there were other – I feel like there were better options out there for Triple G. That's, that's all I can say on that now. But, yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. But you know, it's always better options for almost every fight that's out, ain't? Yeah, but we do, exactly. we do make them. You know, we it's the it's the it's the dirtiness in the sport, man. It's it's the dirtiness in the sport, man. It's that's just that's the bullshit with the sport, ain't? We we love it, ain't? But you can hate it sometimes too. 
because of stuff like this. I mean, you know, the same way they still putting spins on Canelo, trying to clean it up. Man, it is what it is right now. Do you taint it? It's a black cloud over your career for the rest of your life. Regardless, yeah. that's a done deal. You know, now move forward. Yeah, they need to just stop, you know, sugarcoating that. You know, that's why I say shout out to Paulie Milanaji. You know, you go online and look look up his thoughts on that on YouTube. And, you know, he went in on it, basically how we, I was feeling. You know, that's why I say, hey, you know, that's that's as real as you can get. You know, I don't want to have to sign a broken record. I just tell you to pull his video up, you know, fans, pull his video up and hear what he had to say, you know, and that's real. But shoot, man, um, anything you want to say if we wrap this up? It was kind of a long one. Yeah, no, that's it, man. Just, you know, shout out to everybody that, you know, is supporting the movement. Shout out to Jawbreaker Gym. I mean, Jawbreaker Boxing, you know, Remy. You know, shout out to Donnie. Shout out to Michael Big, Big Mike, you know, Junior. You know, Eric Thompson. Just shout out to everybody that been supporting Roger. You know, Jamar, everybody just been, you know, support supporting the movement. And we've been in the game almost a year now when um we, we've been we've been getting a lot of love, so we just hope to get more. Yeah, man, same here, you know, yeah, I gotta say, you know, shout out to all the fighters on the card, you know, putting on a good show. Uh, you know, like I said, they don't have to do it, but they do. They come out and put on a show. Um and yeah, definitely shout out to new followers on Facebook, almost at five hundred now. You know, which is a good thing, you know. You know, this, it, to me, you know, I just feel like, yeah, it's getting bigger and bigger, man. But, um, before we wrap it up, just want to say, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. You know, go ahead and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But yeah, man, about to roll out here. You know, stomach on the side is kind of hurting. Abs is killing me. But uh, my name is Ant, aka Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy Boxing P. About to sign off. See y'all in the next one. Peace. We out. <laughs>